Welcome to my podcast, Bethany Says, Beauty, Style, and You. I'm glad you're here. This podcast approaches beauty and style from the inside. As I've learned in my own style and beauty pursuits, feeling good leads to looking good. So that's why this podcast, I share about health and wellness. I'm open about my struggles and the lessons life is teaching me. All of it leads to a personal style I'm more connected to, a style that's a true expression of me. That's what I want for all of you, your own personal style that feels supportive and boosts your confidence. Personal style is a journey that never ends. We don't land on our style one day and stay there. Our style evolves as our life evolves. If this resonates with you, this is your podcast. Today I'm discussing body shape, quote, rules. We've all seen the generic body shapes, hourglass, apple, pear, triangle, inverted triangle. How to dress well for each shape is shared widely. However, is this information outdated? Does the guidance make one feel bad about their body? And the question that weighs heavily on me is, am I shaming a client's shape by giving the guidelines to her? Let's dive in. When I first discovered the career of image consulting, very early on, I learned about the lines and proportions of the body. There's a marvelous book by one of the masters in the industry, Carla Mathis, called The Triumph of Individual Style. The aim of the book is to help the reader see themselves as an artist would view them and to use the principles of design to dress oneself like a work of art. I read this book years ago, and it taught me a lot about dressing the body well so I could teach my clients to do the same. If you follow me for any length of time, you know I'm all about celebrating who we are just as we are. Many of my posts aim to educate how to highlight what we love and how to dress in a way that makes us feel great. A few months ago, a fellow stylist sent me an article about how body shape guidelines no longer applied. The writer said the rules need to be put to bed and that they're damaging to self-confidence. Knowing what I know about dressing, her article puzzled me. I have a YouTube channel. One of the most watched videos on it is the one where I talked about dressing for your body shape. My audience was apparently interested in this topic, and I got a few comments about their appreciation of the information. A client who watched the video said she appreciated my approach, and when I asked her what she meant by that, she said, I never in anywhere in the video did I say camouflage. She said I spoke about creating balance on the body. And so that I think that's definitely one area and one great reminder. As an image consultant, uh, we need to think about the words that we're using when we're speaking to a client about dressing for her body shape and making sure that it's building her up and supportive of her. Speaking of words, wouldn't it be nice to find better ways of describing the shapes? <laughs> We've got geometric and fruits and nobody looks like a pear or an apple, really. A fairly well-known image consultant describes uh, various body shapes using letters. So there's an I body shape, there's an A, there's an X, and so on. I'm not sure if that's better or not, but um, it is maybe a little more consistent than the other. Each person has a vertical silhouette and a horizontal one. So this is also something that I'm thinking about when I'm working with a client. 
So the body shapes that we've been that I've been sharing with you, the the names, the silly names, they're describing horizontal shape. But we also have a vertical shape. Um, how are we proportioned from head to toe? Long legs or short legs, long torso or short torso, long neck, short neck, so on and so forth. All of this together is the information that I like to share with a client. And a huge reason why is because it involves science. There's a ratio that goes one to two, two to three, three to five, and so on. It's called the golden ratio, and it's a ratio that the human eye finds appealing. We see it in nature, in architecture, in interior design, and also in fashion. So for an outfit to look proportionate and appealing on the body, we apply this ratio. And the two easiest ones to apply on the human body is one to two or two to three. So in simple, very simple terms, if you're wearing two rectangles, one rectangle should be about twice the length of the other one. That would be the one to two ratio. Now, a lot of us have been guilty in the past of dressing in a one to one ratio. So you have a top that's kind of the same length as the bottom. And you've maybe not understood why to your eyes that doesn't look as well as some other outfits that you've put together. So this is why I like sharing this ratio with clients or with my followers. Some people are intuitive dressers and understand this, but others need the facts and the concrete understanding of what works and what does not. I've been asking others about this topic and no one has really railed against the body shape, but uh, the guidelines per se. But one um, point that was made that I, um, I agree with is when we call a body shape a certain shape, we're stereotyping the body. And I agree and I get that. And that's something that I can take forward with me when I work with a client is, um, you know, this is guidance and rules, the word rules would suggest this is hard and fast. Guidance rather leaves the door open for your own judgment. Here's the information, and then you can use it how you see fit. Um, there are a lot of different body shapes. I can't put anyone really into one category. We're usually a blend, and we have to tweak what we do for every body. So, if I were to line up, for instance, eight women who were all size 14, you'd see eight different body shapes. I'm a rule breaker and I'm upfront about this with my clients. I don't like to say things like can't, never, etc. to myself or to a client. If a client loves to wear stripes, for example, and stripes are not her best choice, or perhaps maybe not the best choice in certain parts of her body, I'll explain what stripes do visually on the body so she can take that information and apply it however she likes. I'm never going to say never to her on that. The way I see it, the more information I can impart to a client on what works and what doesn't and why, the more confidence that she will have in making her own choices for herself. That's really what I'm here for, is to guide her in her journey. And let's remember, we aren't just dressing our bodies. 
we're addressing our personalities. Personally, I feel like personality gets a bit more say in the matter. So that's where the stripes example comes in. She just really loves that and that speaks to her personally. So I want a client to have room to explore and to find what works for her and what makes her happy. She may decide to have fewer stripes if after she learns that um, information and that's fine. I've gone off the rails with some of my rules in the past. I have a a body with um, a defined waistline and I found myself in a bunch of quote sack style dresses that were just kind of just hanging there and didn't show that I had a shape and then I remembered and I went oh <laughs> I don't have to have every single dress like this maybe I want a few maybe I don't want to always show my shape and that's fine so break the rules when and how it makes sense for you if we throw the guidance completely out, it's every man and woman for themselves. And I know there's some in the camp that say, hey, that's great. But to break a rule well, we have to first know the rule, right? I love the body positivity in social media. We're seeing it on mannequins and our size choices at many brands and in the stores. It's a long time coming and we still have a long way to go. The thing that we have to remember is how we feel about our bodies and how we view our bodies is complicated. I don't think any of us really sees our body as it really is. Where I want a client to land when it's all said and done is to appreciate her body, even if she doesn't love it, to make peace with all of it, and to dress her shape in a respectful way that reflects she feels good about herself. Once she's in a peaceful place, She's less likely to microfocus on areas she doesn't love. She can see herself as a whole and beautiful person who deserves to dress in a way that makes her feel great. The article that inspired this podcast was personally jarring to me since the information she was railing against is information that I share, but it really was a good topic for me to discuss with others. And I appreciate the reminder it gave me to always be mindful of how I'm working with a client. I'm not here to put a client into a box. I'm here to give her the freedom to express herself without judgment. As a friend of mine said when I asked her for feedback for this podcast, dress for what inspires you. Thank you for listening. With all the podcast choices out there, I appreciate you taking the time to listen to mine. Be sure to subscribe and please leave a review so others can find me. Lastly, share this episode with a friend and if you have thoughts on the topic, please send them to me. My email is bethany at bethanysiggins.com. I'd also love to hear what you'd like for me to discuss in future podcasts. So drop me a note there. I look forward to speaking with you next month, and remember, you are amazing, just as you are. Keep doing you.